traveling to other places, whether it be your island, an hour away or a country 12 hours away, mm-hmm. is always good in terms of opening your eyes. Welcome to the Caribbean Millennials Bacchanal Abroad podcast, the show that brings you one step closer to realizing your dreams of moving abroad. I'm your host, Anika Lee, and every Saturday I'll be bringing you real inspiring conversations about travel and life abroad with Caribbean Millennials from across the diaspora. Are you ready to redefine the way you travel? Let's get into this week's episode. Welcome back to another episode of the Caribbean Millennials Back and All Abroad podcast. I'm Anika Lee, your host, and this week we're going island hopping. Now, you may know our guest this week from her natural hair, plus size, beauty, and lifestyle content on Instagram. But when we sat down to talk for this week's episode, she dropped some amazing insight from her trips around the Eastern Caribbean islands and the Netherlands Antilles. Welcome to the podcast, Chanel. Please go ahead and introduce yourself and tell our audience a little bit about you. Hi, everyone. First off, thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Um, A little bit about me. I'm a web and social media officer by day, Mm -hmm. but I'm a blogger, content creator all day and every day. And I am an island hopper. I, I love traveling to other islands and just experiencing that. So, yeah. (laughs) yes Uh, so let's dive right into this week's episode i'm all about traveling around the caribbean but i really haven't ever had the opportunity to do so to really explore for you know so many different reasons the only island i've been lucky enough to visit is barbados and i went there twice right and i got stranded there (laughs) (laughs) you got stranded there twice (laughs) yeah i got stranded there twice because uh, Um, I was active in music ministry at the time Mm -hmm. and there was a gospel explosion we got invited to sing at and when we were going to Barbados there was a mix-up with some of our boarding passes because those days like you couldn't get a flight to St. Vincent directly you had to go to you had to go to Barbados and there was a a boarding pass issue when we were going and then when we were coming back our the flight that was bringing us from Barbados back to Trinidad mm-hmm. um had gotten delayed in New York so wow stranded twice fun times fun fun times <laughs> so what was your first um big woman trip like you know the first time you save up all your money for a trip and you take it uh, what was that like for you? Well, that was pretty fun. Um, I was in university and uh, my mom, she worked for the uh, local in revenue division here. And apparently the different Caribbean in revenue divisions had like this inter-island sports. And I mm-hmm. wanted to go with her because like she had gone to Grenada before, Antigua, Anguilla. And then I took part in it when it was in Trinidad. I think that would have been like 2006. Yeah. And uh, when they were going to St. Lucia in 2008, I was like, I want to go. So I saved up as much money as I could. And though, back then, traveling to the Caribbean wasn't that expensive. Like my trip, which was 
hotel airfare hotel came with breakfast mm-hmm. was just twenty eight hundred dollars and i was for a week twenty eight wait, wait for a week a week hotel wow. airfare breakfast that was a week and it just makes me wonder like why is traveling around the island like these islands are right there yeah why is inter-island travel so expensive that is something that also just blows my mind but i think the monopoly is one thing to blame like yeah we have caribbean airlines and who else liat liat that's it that's it i remember there was uh these red jets yeah but i don't know like i i don't know if anyone ever flew with them i don't know how long they lasted not very long i'm really not sure (laughs) really yeah like people try to come in and help us out but i feel too that there's a lot stacked against them in terms of like in terms of management and stuff like that i don't know it 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 has to be a lot more than just how much you pay for the flight. I'm sure there is. Yeah. I'm definitely sure there is. Because I think when people break it down, you see like the taxes, like the airport tax. This is really it. The high. taxes, the taxes are crazy. Like I remember looking at um some flights. I said, okay, maybe I could have gone to Grenada, I could have gone to St. Vincent. And I looked at the barely what they call like the base flight the base airfare and yeah, yeah. taxes and i said to myself well okay why is it cheaper to go to st vincent if st vincent is further mm-hmm. the taxes to grenada were higher because even though the base fare to grenada was cheaper their taxes were higher versus the base fare to St. Vincent, but St. Vincent's taxes were way lower. Mm. Do you think it has something to do with uh, maybe the amount of tourism that the country has? That's a good question. Yeah. That's a really good question. But then again, a very large, um, at least as far as as I can say, and I mean, I'm Mm. no expert in the area, but a large uh, faction of uh, where a lot of these the tourism comes from to islands is cruise ships. So right. I don't know if that has part to play as well in terms of the demand for flights. Yeah, perhaps. Perhaps well, that's something. If anybody's listening and they can help us out with that, feel free to reach out to me and we can yeah, chat about it on an episode. Yeah. <laughs> Cause we're all confused. <laughs> My big sister is Grenadian. She grew up there, spent the first 12 years of her life on the Spice Isle before she uh, daddy brought her over to Trinidad, which was when I met her for the first time. Um, sadly, I haven't had the chance to go yet, um, but you two have some family in Grenada, right? Well, yes and no. Mm. There are a lot of Bethels in uh, Grenada, yeah. and I know that my, my father mentioned that the Bethels originated from up the island, however, I'm not quite sure if um my battles are grenadian however i was told that if i can trace my lineage i can get a grenadian citizenship which i would do in a heartbeat i really just have to put in the work to do (laughs) the research because i absolutely love grenada it's my most traveled island and there's something about it where it feels 
familiar. I, I feel like if I'm into bagel in a sense, mm-hmm. but I also know that while it feels familiar, it's also not home at the same time. Right, right. So it's like a, a limbo to be in. And I just and I enjoy that. But the more I go, the more I want it to feel like home. Right. I want to explore more and want to learn more. So like the last, not the last time, the second to last time I was there was like the first time I took a bus and moved around and, you know, just walked around a lot more than I normally would do when I go. Right. And it feels good to just explore. Exactly. To just explore and like um, learn about like the everyday life there. What is it mm-hmm. like in, in Grenada? Like how similar, how different is it from Trinidad? Um, Grenada is, I would say it's, I mean, it's way less quieter than Trinidad for sure. So I would really, I really, um, would, if I had to compare it, would compare it to Tobago. Mm-hmm. So it's a bit busier than Tobago, but there's still a real sense of like a calm and relaxed atmosphere it's definitely not as hustle and bustle as 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 trinidad that's for sure yeah of course the beaches are way nicer than trinidad hands down <laughs> <laughs> you like trinidad getting shitty and the stick when it comes to just like location like yeah we are a caribbean island but we right off the coast of south america so we just get like all that dirty water from that yeah, that's exact that is exactly <laughs> what it is from is it what the, the Orinoco Delta? The Orinoco, yeah, yeah, that mm-hmm. is exactly what it is. Yeah, unfortunately, unfortunately, but at least we have Tobago and we make do with her. She is wonderful, great escape, and she has oh, yeah, definitely the quintessential Caribbean beaches. But Trinidad, poor thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. One of my favorite experiences you've mentioned in our previous conversations is your trip to Aruba. I've only flown through Curacao on the way to Colombia, so I won't say that I've been to the Netherlands Antilles. Let's talk a little bit about that for everybody listening. Oh, gosh. Aruba Midushi. Oh, <laughs> so, um, the trip to Aruba came about due to um, uh, old connection and wanting a trip and trying to figure out what I wanted to do at a particular vacation period right. back in 2016. So I had met my friend Dorina and her husband, Kandred, um, back in 2005 when they came to Trinidad for a Jesus explosion. And we stayed in touch. It was Messenger and then Facebook came on and then we get smartphones or WhatsApp and all of that. Yeah, yeah. So then when I was looking to go on a bit of a little trip, all of my travel friends were not in the country they were out who was in the states who was on another island who was euro tripping they were out doing their own thing yeah and i said to myself you know what i'm just gonna go somewhere by myself i'm quite fine doing that so i had put up on facebook um curacao grenada should i just hide away in tobago for a few days mm-hmm. and my girlfriend is like hey you better come here you know i'm <laughs> like oh she's like yeah just let me know what dates you come in so I could take vacation. Don't you my just ticket love those friends? Oh, listen. <laughs> my ticket was bought. Yeah. Say less. <laughs> and back in that day, there was an airline called Incel Air. They're not in existence anymore. And I flew with them. For, so, and I, so I didn't have to, like, you know, when you fly with different airlines, 
times you have to like take your luggage and then recheck it back in i didn't yeah. have to do that and i was because i was worried but the girl was like no 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 you will see your luggage again when you get to Aruba. i'm like okay cool uh, i trust you <laughs> yeah it was cool <laughs> The flight was fine. The flight to um, Curacao was uh, about two hours, 15 minutes. And okay. then landed in Curacao. Um, I turned on my kudos to Digicel and their awesome Caribbean passport roaming plan because like, you get unlimited data, unlimited calls back home. And it was, it was a very decent plan to have. That's what I use when I travel up the islands now. So... Um, from there, I had probably like about a 45-minute layover in Curacao, and mm-hmm. then like a 20-minute flight from Curacao to Aruba. It's like, a, it's like flying to Tobago between yeah. those two islands. And I remember when the plane was landing in Curacao, and I'm like, cactus? <laughs> yes. I had the same experience. Because, I mean, like, I think you it was like right near the water, the airport. But like, as you go over the sea and you're descending, it's just like so dry. And I was it just like, dry. wait, what? <laughs> it's so weird. Mm-hmm. It really is weird how much of a desert, like the ABC islands, how much of a like desert islands they are. Yeah. You know? And like, I didn't know what to expect mm-hmm. because... I knew that, well, Aruba was the first, the first country I'd ever, island rather, I'd, I'd ever traveled to where English is not the first language or the, even the second language. In, English is like the third or fourth language. Okay. Yeah, because their official languages are Dutch and Papiamento, but you hear more Papiamento from the Aruban born, but okay. you have a lot of um, Dutch students who study so you will hear the occasional dutch and Mm -hmm. then if you go to certain places like i remember we went taco bell for lunch and it was a bunch of uh colombians working in taco bell in spanish yeah so yeah so it was really like lost in translation and i (laughs) enjoyed it i really enjoyed it and it felt kind of odd to be a minority while i was there that's mm-hmm. the thing like i mean yeah. the, you have black people there right but it's a minority but even for them like from i mean i could be wrong because i was only there for a short period of time right but race isn't that huge there Right. of an issue from my right. observation yeah as it is like here or like in the u.s that sort of thing like the things that that make it an issue for them we wouldn't be able to tell on a on a short trip yeah. so but in my travels too just like being part of the minority has always been so strange when you grew up and you spend your whole life on an island where you're part of uh, um, what what is the majority you know yeah um, it, it, it was weird mm-hmm. it was definitely <laughs> weird but not necessarily in a bad way no mm-hmm. just like weird in a wow there are blessed wow. people that look yeah. like me like the first <laughs> the first black person i saw when i was there because when my girlfriend picked me up from the airport um we went we had lunch at taco bell and then we she had to go pay a few bills. So we went and like, we paid the electricity bill. We went and we paid their version of courts. Okay. We paid her, uh, her courts installment. And the girl at the, the CSR 
was black and I was just watching her like, oh, she's beautiful. Oh my God, she was beautiful. I'm yeah. watching her like, wow. Poor child probably wondering what's going on with me. Yeah, she's like, she's <laughs> girl, she's whack. <laughs> so what's going on? But no, it's that thing. That thing, like when we see each other, especially when we're minorities, we kind of like, you know, you. Not, I, I, I mean, we know, but I don't think she knew. I don't yeah. think she got that. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely don't think she got that because she was like, why? She literally was going to be like, why is she watching me like mm-hmm. that? That's yeah. kind of weird. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so what really stood out to me was the fact that you actually learned Papiamento for that trip. And you said that it took like two or so weeks to get to a level where people were surprised that you were from the island when you talked. Oh, yeah. God bless iPapiamento. That is the app. Wow. I don't know if it's available for Android, but I have uh-huh. it on my, on my iPhone. Okay. Um, and... I really, it was just, honestly, it wasn't even learning the most complex parts of the language, Mm -hmm. but the basic things, learning it well. And because of my love for language, I can intonate really well. And I think that is what, um, that is what got people probably confused. Right. Because somebody would be like, oh, bon dia. Like, hey, bon dia. And they're like, oh, mi Like, hey, mi We're talking and stuff. And so the little bit that I do know, yeah, I know well. Wow. So that when we went to a football game and, um, oh my goodness, they treat their football like they're their local league. Mm-hmm. Like, you, where is World Cup? that is how they treat their football yeah and she my friend had the dj make me out and um he played oh gosh what was it marshall's what was the song was it that year was i could do it like a boss so they played oh, that wow. song. yeah <laughs> and the lady next to me is like you're not from Aruba." i'm like nope she's like wow <laughs> yeah and that's how i learned that they're real big on soccer too like mm-hmm they really big on soca. And what I enjoyed there is that, like, you hear a lot of uh, Dutch soca. Like, you have you have soca artists Dutch from soca. ABC wow. Island. Uh-huh. You have, like, from Dutch uh, soca singers from um, St. Martin. And their songs, right. is, songs is vibes. Yeah. And we heard songs from the other islands that you wouldn't necessarily hear here in Trinidad. Right. So I got to hear some really decent tunes. I'm like, okay, what song is that? I check out that song solution. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> I love that experience. Like being able to hear other soca, like less played soca, but that's still yeah, vibes. But, yeah. True. And then the vibes too. Like, okay, Trinidad is wine and jam. Yeah. They're like over there, they're not like that oh. at all. Oh, you okay. won't see... You won't see somebody like whining down over there, like how you see somebody. People are just they're dancing and they're just enjoying themselves, but it's yeah. not like eh no, no. <laughs> not at all. Not at all. Yo. But I think that though I would always encourage someone to mm-hmm. travel to somewhere where English or where their language is not the main language spoken. And learn a little bit. I feel like traveling to other places, whether it be your island 
an hour away or a country 12 hours away mm-hmm. is always good in terms of opening your eyes and then still being able to connect by having some grasp of the language too. Yeah. Yeah. It, I think it makes the experience a little different. Like when I was in Aruba going to church there. Right. And, yeah. um, you know, even though, because Aruba, they fall under, well, I'm Catholic, so they fall under our metropolitan sea. Um, so we all follow the same rite, which means the mass is done in the same way. Okay. And the readings are the same readings, like, no matter where you go, those are the readings for the day on that day. Right. And uh, even though I'm not that versed, I was still able to follow. I was still able to say the prayers. Some of them I learned the papiamento prayer for others. I was easily able to say it in English while they said it in papiamento. Some of the songs we sing, I sang it in English while they sang it in papiamento because they're in the same tunes. Yeah. The only thing was the priest when he was giving his homily, I got lost because he's a Polish priest. So yeah, speaking yeah. as a second or third language. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was a heck of an experience, but still an awesome experience nonetheless. Yeah. So I'm going to put you on the spot a little bit. Teach us some papiamento now. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So what time it is what time there for you right now? It is 8 p.m. So you would say Boa Noche for Boa noche. It's Boa like noche. Portuguese. Boa noche. Yeah, it's, it's simple. Well, Papimento, if I remember correctly, is like Dutch. Uh-huh. Uh, it's a there's, uh-huh. there's African in it. There's a little bit of wow. Spanish. It's like a real mishmash. For someone who doesn't know, it mm-hmm. will sound Portuguese. Right. Right. But for people who, like, or some people might just think it sounds like Spanish. Right. But there's certain... Uh, pronunciations in in papiamento that you won't get in spanish right to get technical and all of that but yeah yeah yeah, yeah right. but for most of the sense it sounds kind of spanishy portuguesey kind of way. yeah all right so bon noche bon, no noche bon noche okay bon so noche is portuguese so noche <laughs> all right 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 so if you're asking someone how they are you would say either concosta or contabai concosta or contabai. Contabai. Yeah. 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 <laughs> or and if you're good, you would say mitabodanki. Mitabodanki. Yeah, which means I'm good, thank you. And you'd be like iabo, meaning and you. Iabo. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. Basic papiamento 101, guys. <laughs> 101. 101. <laughs> so we've talked Grenada, we've talked Aruba, a little bit about missed opportunities in Barbados too. What other Caribbean islands have you been able to visit on your travels? Um, let's see. Uh, I've done, well, I mentioned St. Vincent. Mm-hmm. Um, I've yeah. done St. Lucia twice. I've done Dominica. And I got stuck in Antigua Back on in. the way to Dominica. <laughs> what uh-huh. had a liat. So about that, about what that. happened, it was another Indian Revenue trip with my mom okay. and the Trinidad contingent. And first off, I was told that, okay, we were flying from Trinidad to Antigua, changing flights in Antigua, and then from Antigua to Dominica. Cool. So we left Trinidad at about 6.15, 6.30, Holy Thursday morning of that year. That would have been 2009. Mm-hmm. And uh, 
So we stop in Grenada to, to refuel. And then we stopped in St. in St. Vincent to let off people. And then we get to Antigua and it is about nine in the morning. Oh my goodness. Listen, flying into Antigua in the daytime is one of the most beautiful things you will ever experience because yeah. the beaches, the water. 365 of them. Wow. You know. <laughs> listen, listen, it's ridiculously beautiful. Mm-hmm. So we get to the airport, you know, go through, etc., And our flight was supposed to leave either 10 or 10.30 um, in the morning. Oh, 10, 10, 30 for us to land in Dominica by 11, 11.30. Okay. And, okay, so 10.30, 11, 11.30, 12, nothing. We go ask. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, you know, we're having a little bit of a delay. Like, okay, y'all could have told us something. No At problem. Least, Fine. Yeah. Now, there are other people traveling from other islands, from other um, ministries going to their other sports. Like I remember um, Ministry of Social Development, they were having their inter-island sports. And we met the group from St. Kitts. Mm -hmm. They were going to their sports, which was in St. Vincent. And so everybody's there. Like we're all in our uniforms, which is like travel polos and jeans or whatever. So we're all there chilling, et cetera. And um, eventually they come and they tell us, okay, they're giving us a voucher for lunch because we're delayed. Okay, cool. No problem. Fine. The guys, the group who that were going from St. Kitts to St. Vincent, their flight calls the board. We're like, okay, cool, guys. You guys say flight. Have fun. Cool. No Mm -hmm. problem. Half past 12, 1. Half past 1, 2. We're like, what is going on? Gosh, All of a yeah. sudden, we see uh, a group of people coming in in the same, they were in black t-shirts and khaki shorts. Um, the group, uh, so I'm thinking to myself, oh, it's probably another group of Kittitians who are waiting for their flight mm-hmm. um, to head down to St. Vincent. When I look, the guy who we were talking to, he waves at me like, you didn't bought a flight like two hours ago what's happening their flight turned back midway but some technical thing their flight turned back midway so like what is going on three o'clock they told us at three we would have an update by five not five like no at two they told us we'd have an update by four okay by four there was a lady who she's dominican she's an antigua she wants to go back home there was Mm -hmm. a a uh, Muslim guy and his wife, the wife was from Dominica. They were also sitting with us and, you know, they're ready to go back home too, etc. Yeah. And the Dominican lady, her name was Verna. I'll never forget that woman. <laughs> she was making noise. I she sure. would cuss them people in that airport. Oh yeah. my word. I was just there like, ooh, you do you sis, you get true. Yeah. Do you go, go <laughs> eventually they said okay uh, four o'clock they're getting us on a flight to dominica okay cool no problem so we get on a flight like four or so in the afternoon and then we were sitting i remember i had a seat like almost in the last row and i was like hey anybody know if verna got on a flight clearly i spoke too soon because she reached on the flight with us she was keeping us so entertained yeah so everybody <laughs> make a noise when I get on the flight. Good. You take off. 
We're like, okay, yes, finally, Dominica. We're about to make our descent. Dominica's airport is Mountain Airport Mountain. Oh, boy. Seeing the mountains, you're seeing the runway, etc. You hear when the landing gear goes down. The air steward, he looks out the window, and I see a confused look on his face. Mm, So I'm watching him. I have an aisle seat, so I'm looking at him like, what are you really doing? Yeah. He goes and he goes into the cockpit. And then, not even two minutes later, we hear, ladies and gentlemen, this is your captain speaking. Um, It seems as though we are encountering some issue with our landing gear. Unfortunately, we're going to have to turn back around and head back to Antigua. Wait, what? (laughs) (laughs) No, man. I'm telling you. So, we, it, 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 you know how they always speak so quickly when they do that? So, I didn't quite catch. Yeah. When I realized what was happening, I was like, press for the thing for the air steward to come. And he comes and I'm like, okay, you need to explain to me what the captain just said. What's happening? Yeah. And he's like, he observed an issue with the landing gear when it came down. And uh-huh. he brought it to the attention of the pilot. So, I was like, okay. So why do we have to go back to Antigua? Why can't we just land in Dominica? Yeah. And you tech support. There was no tech support in Dominica. Oh, boy. Right. Oh boy. So then in order to deal with it, they would have to fly someone from Antigua over to Dominica. Wouldn't that have been better? I'll get to, I'll get to, wait, no, no, there's more, there's more. girl, I'm not, I'm not ready. I feel, I feel so traumatized (laughs) listening to this, like. (laughs) So by the time we get back to Dominica, not to Dominica, sorry, we get back to Antigua. Antigua, yeah. It is probably about minutes to six. It is getting dark. We're quarreling with the people working in the airport. Mm -hmm. And we're like, well, put us on another flight. What the hell? And then the guy starts laughing at us. Listen, a guy who works at the airport, I could have cough this man down. And he chest. <laughs> what, what, what we used to say a long time, run up your track. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, he was, I was like, yo, you will get coughed down. What are you laughing at? He's like, there are no more flights to Dominica. What do you mean there's no more flights to Dominica? He's like, because Dominica's runway is not lit. So there's no such thing as flights in or out of Dominica in the night. Wow. I'd want to think that by now it is lit. I believe so. I I'll have so. to ask my Dominican yeah. friends. I'll have to ask them to find out. But yeah, so they had to put us up in a hotel. But wait, there's more. There's more. You see, my mom, because the opening ceremony for the games happens on Holy Thursday night. Mm-hmm. My mom always says, all in all, Liat, pack your clothes for the opening ceremony in your carry-on, which is what I did with right. your underwear, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Good thing too, because I didn't get back my luggage. Half of us did not get back our luggage. It wow. wasn't in the airport. It left Trinidad and they called the other airports to ensure that it didn't come off in Grenada and St. Vincent by mistake or anything. Right. So my only rationale was that I feel our luggage got put on a flight and is already in Dominica. Mm-hmm. Like I have a very strong suspicion that is what happened. So they put us up in a really nice hotel, um, Jolly Beach. 
hotel in Antigua. Lovely, all-inclusive place. We were doing the black people staying in the hotel. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we actually met a Trini couple there. Real nice uh, Indian guy and girl. They were on their honeymoon. Okay. And, you know, we were there. We enjoyed the entertainment. Food was nice, that sort of thing. Um, we were supposed to have a 6 o'clock flight uh, good Friday morning. Like, okay, cool. And then that turned to seven o'clock. Mm-hmm. But we did get on the seven o'clock flight. Okay. I thought it was going to be another day of the same. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> yeah, but then, thankfully, I was right. Those of us who didn't get back our luggage at the airport, right. the, it was in Dominica waiting for us. Okay. So by the time we got there, we were just tired. We couldn't even do like the good friday part of the activities yeah because we were tired one mm-hmm. yeah. very much so very very much so but it was worth it though dominica's it it definitely earns its name as the nature isle because it's yeah. absolutely untouched just beautiful and when i tell you the rivers are amazing yeah absolutely amazing because you know that thing is a river for every day of the year okay i didn't know that wow so antique is a beach for every day of the year and dominica is a river for every day of the year yeah they are truly they 100 percent earned that name Mm -hmm. nature isle they really did river lime capital expensive what expensive Wow. I don't get it. Mm. I don't get it at all. Nature Isle, you have to pay for that. <laughs> Unspoiled mm-hmm. beauty. <laughs> for real, for real. For real. So with everything travel related being on pause for most of the year already, do you foresee any real changes in inter-Caribbean travel on the horizon? Um, I think that, I mean, it could go one of two ways. I mean, I know the process in itself, traveling, especially with all the, the mask and the checking your temperature and all these different things. I know that and sanitization and all well, that is going to be high level. But I'm more concerned about if prices are going to be high this, because this they have to make back costs yeah. or, or, if, or low because or they, they want to get people yeah. to travel. Yeah. So that, that is what I'm wondering about mm-hmm. you know i mean i would hope it if i hope it would be low because listen i would just take if travel prices were going to be really low i would just take like two weeks of my vacation yeah and i would literally hop straight up the island so i would literally just hop from here to grenada to st lucia to uh I don't know if you can do, I would probably do St. Lucia to Antigua, Antigua to Dominica, and then reverse and come back down. Yeah. I also would like to, if anything, visit any of the French West Indian islands. Uh, Mm -hmm. One of my schoolmates, she resides in Martinique. I also follow a few um, natural hair content creators from Martinique and Guadeloupe. So I would definitely like to add that to the mix as well. Yeah. That would be, that'll be a really nice trip. I like the lineup that you have in mind. <laughs> and Who knows if you come down in time, we can make a trip. Yeah, no, that would be, that would be incredible. Like you just, yeah, I'm excited now. 
And you, <laughs> you actually have a few tricks up your sleeve when it comes to um, hmm, smuggling things in and out of countries. So give hmm. us a rundown on how you get away with these things. <laughs> so it all depends on where you're going, what you're smuggling, and how well they can <laughs> hold up during, um, during basically your travel time. So for yeah. example, I'm a master carrier or bringer back, if you want to say bringer back. <laughs> of ice cream from Grenada. Okay. There's the sugar and spice nutmeg ice cream that I absolutely love. So as soon as I we get to the grocery, I buy a tub, put it in the freezer, and then I'm packing up to head back to the airport. Is newspaper, salt, plastic bag, plastic bag, wrap it in your towel and tuck it away in a back in a corner, mm-hmm. and you're good to go. Yeah. I have I've I've brought back lambi or conks. Mm-hmm. From Grenada, I brought back cheese from Aruba. I brought back way too much alcohol from St. Lucia. <laughs> <laughs> I'll put it all my business in the road. I regret nothing. Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> and I've also carried, I've carried doubles. So Yeah. All right. Yeah, it, it really isn't that hard. But then going forward post-COVID, I don't know if they're going to be cracking down even more. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. So I'm not I'm not ready to risk it. Yeah, not yet, not yet. But you'll be back to your way soon. <laughs> nah. And are you looking forward to any international travels? Oh gosh, I definitely need to make a Euro trip. Not just because it's trending and everyone's doing Euro trips. Yeah. Rather, they're key persons I want to see and to meet. So um, I have to go to Germany. My best friend lives in Germany. All right. I want to go mm-hmm. to Holland because my same girlfriend from Aruba, her cousin, who I'm also very good friends with, she lives in Holland a few years now because she's a doctor there. Okay. And I also have an a, a online friend who is a natural hair content creator who's born in Suriname but lives in Holland, right. who I would want to meet. And I'm, most importantly, I want to see my pen pal in Scotland again Scottish right. friend. yes Scottish pen pal friend we've been in communication over 21 years now um wow. back in my day mm-hmm. I will not disclaim my age <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just joking but when I was in form two we had something called the IYS the international youth service where you register you pay a dollar us and you pick like four options in terms of countries boy or girl and age and I got a guy named Jacko Prinsloo from South Africa uh-huh. and I lost the address and I remember being so upset that I lost the address not knowing that my uh who is now my pen pal Lindsay she had picked a few countries on the Western Hemisphere mm-hmm. to, uh, she told me she had picked Canada, Trinidad, and I can't remember which other two, and she got me. So on Holy Innocence Day, which is December 28th, 1998, after church, I'm going into the, the post office, because them days, the nano to the post, you used to go in the post office to get your mail, right. and I see a letter um, addressed me and I okay opens letter sees a letter and it's like hi my name is Indian I would like to be your pen friend 
and she starts talking about she lives in a lovely fishing town called Tayport, which is in northern Scotland, and how she has a dog and a rabbit, and she can't wait to hear back from me. And I was so excited, but I went to my mom because I was skeptical because I had a friend who, when she sent a picture of herself to her pen pal, her yeah. being black, pen pal being white and British, she never heard back from her pen pal. So I was skeptical oh, and I wrote yeah. in my letter that I was a bit skeptical, but she wrote back. We used to get letters every like three weeks or so. Mm-hmm. And she was like, that's not an issue. And... I sent a picture and then she sent a picture and then that turned into us planning phone calls months in advance and then email and then Facebook and then WhatsApp. And now we video call each other um, at least once a week, once every two weeks. Yeah. Wow. That's such a beautiful story. It is. Yeah. And one of the things I don't think I had mentioned to you when we spoke before was the fact that we actually have similar medical issues which is Mm kind of weird yeah because we both have joint issues in terms of like hypermobility they would say i'm double jointed she has an extreme form of that called elano syndrome and then we both have the same eye disorder called keratoconus wow yeah so her mom always her mom always says that it's clear that we were meant to be connected to clearly yeah because the fact that we share similar experiences in that way Mm -hmm. like when i sometimes when my joints really act up and like i wake up a morning and my hip is totally out of place or my shoulders out of place Mm -hmm. because she can relate to that or some days when her keratoconus is acting a fool and her vision is really blurred I can relate to that. So we've been a real major support for each other in that way. Wow, that's so great that you guys found each other. And some of you might think it's freaky, but I just think the universe works in in ways that we can just never explain. And yeah. Correct. Yeah. Absolutely correct. Wow. Chanel, thank you for sharing your travels with us this week. And um, one last question before you go. Why do you think we should make it part of our travels to explore other islands in our region? Because well, several reasons, really, but mm-hmm. two that I can think of right now. One, because in a sense, CARICOM. And I say that because we're supposed to be a Caribbean community. Supposed to be. Uh-huh. Supposed to be. And I, I always um, dislike when people are quick to say, oh, or the Trinidad, so this, or the Bayesian, so that, or the yeah. Canadian, so this, or the Jamaican, so that. And I'm like, nah, we need to, we really and truly need to be a bit more united. And the thing about it is, all my friends who have done a lot of um, inter-island travel don't hold those views, but the ones who hold those negative views about other Caribbean islands are the ones who never travel anywhere. So open up your yeah. open-minded travel experience the the familiarity but not so similarity of the other islands Mm -hmm. and understand that there are people just like us just like us Mm -hmm. yeah i think it would really help change the narrative that we see online all the time because definitely like on twitter I, i i follow you on twitter i believe and um yeah we see it all the time there how how we just like attack each other for absolutely nothing and I'm like, guys, 
I wouldn't say we attack each other for absolutely nothing. It, it just takes one person to make a real out of time and statement. Exactly, but it's nothing because like we like this person would be like just make a sweeping generalization, and we and we should know better. We big we people. Should. <laughs> We should, we should, huh? It doesn't quite happen that no, way. No, exactly. We should know better, man. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Um, so I seriously can't wait to be able to do more traveling around the Caribbean and hopefully we'll be able to link up and take a trip together. Um, and I hope that you guys who are listening this week have got some ideas for what to do and where to go once safe travel resumes. So Chanel, you can go ahead and leave us some information on how we can stay up to date with you on your socials, your blog. Um, the easiest way to get me, like I'm most, I always tell people I'm most accessible on Instagram. So you can follow me on Instagram at Blessed Nelly, B-L-E-S-S-E-D-N-E-L-L-Y. That's also my Twitter handle. And my blog is a day in the life of com. Nice. So guys, be sure to check out on Instagram, hit up our blog, stop and say hi. And uh, that's all for this week. If you enjoyed this week's episode, leave us a review and let the world know why you tune in weekly to our podcast. Share this episode with your friends and we'll be back next week with more travel insight from Caribbean millennials across the globe. Bye, guys. Bye.